Oh my god. Internet, internet, internet. It's episode number 50 of Brothering Around. And we have the three musketeers. Not quite the, the four horsemen, but the three musketeers here. To treat you. It's a huge episode. A yeah. milestone episode. Um, in more ways than one. But I'm your host, Mr. Wes Gardner. And joining me, of course, the other true OG brother himself, Mr. Marco Flores. <laughs> What up, <laughs> what up, guys? The, the, the triple yeah. yeah, the Hunter, the Hunter Hearst bow. <laughs> the uh, Jean Pierre, what was his name yeah. back in the day? The Blue Blood, yeah, Jean Pierre. Terror Rising. Terror Rising, yeah, oh, that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, we got Mister Nerd the Bay himself, and then we of course have Mister Todd EVF. Oh, the doing the, the dank, the dank <laughs> going smoke. On? <laughs> well, you got I mean, the pyro. We're that's doing... ba- yeah, that's Batista pyro that you got going on in there. I'm going to decide that my cam doesn't need to refocus, which is terrific. <laughs> you're a man of mystery. Uh, and if you're not watching the video oh, archive, man. you should be. And that you brings should. us to our first major point of the video is we are now on yet another podcast network and oh, one that you can only find on twitch twitch.tv uh, what is it slash precipice podcast is that correct yes twitch.tv slash precipice podcast there it is so we are part of like founding we're, we're part of the movement i feel that energy that same energy that i felt about whenever the beard cast started the same energy Amen. whenever marco and i started power hour that mm. same thing is coming together again, and it's part of the Precipice Podcast Network, and I'm stoked about that. Like, it's yeah. it's real cool. Um, so yeah, Todd, go go into a little bit about what the Pre- uh, Precipice Podcast Network is, and kind of okay, well, <laughs> put me on the spot. Uh, so basically, the Precipice Podcast Network is something I've been trying to do for quite some time now. Uh, I'm trying to get my cam back up because yeah, vape tricks and such, you vape know. Tricks. Um, and apparently it wanted to put autofocus on, which fuck you autofocus. Um, (laughs) and I can't make adjustments in Skype, so I have to bring up my own OBS to do so. Oh, yep. Yep. (laughs) That'll do it. There we go. Beautiful. So, uh, the press podcast network is something I've been wanting to do for quite some time. Um, back when I, started doing podcasts um i was doing two shows i was doing pod errors i was doing gimmick bag and these aren't the versions you're hearing now these are the classic versions i mean unless you watch listen to the last episode of gimmick bag and that was a classic episode i repackaged because (laughs) maury was unavailable so you know real life gets in the way yeah um but yeah so the original pod errors um, and gimmick bag were like kind of the, the foundation of this shared universe, so to speak, of podcasts. And I was just like, you know what? Now that I'm doing podcasts again, I might as well bring this whole concept back. And, um, you know, we started with gimmick bag and that was cool. And, um, you know, obviously then got invited on to, to be uh, fourth chair here. Mm-hmm. Um, because I always put Maury in front of me. That's just the way it is. I got to, you know, just 
right. proper. <laughs> it is what it <laughs> is. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just like on Gimmick Bag. It's you know, uh, Gimmick Bag with with Maury and Todd. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I I can't just be like, oh hey, let me let me do that. So. Um, <laughs> But, you know, at that point, I was just like, oh, okay, well, I really enjoy doing podcasts. Maybe it's time to kind of start branching out, doing some more different podcasts, that kind of stuff, and start up the network like I wanted to do initially. Yeah. And um, one thing led to another. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm sitting here every week or just about every week with you guys and, and having a great time. Um. I ended up getting the Pot Errors crew back together, which was terrific. And we just dropped our, our first episode yeah. of uh, the revival of that, yeah. um, which was pretty good. A uh, lot cleaner than the <laughs> than the initial one. Trust me. <laughs> you know, we we uh, initially we had it was supposed to be three. We had four people on the show instead. We had somebody sit in on that first episode because they sat in that first episode. They thought they were part of the show. Nice. So every oh, right. every week it was just like, and you know, not to not to speak ill, but um, when they have an idea, they have to say it, mm, <laughs> no yeah. matter who's speaking. So, and they will kind of talk louder than everybody else as well. Oh, yeah. So it's like drowns you out, and it's like, yeah. uh, you have good yeah. points, but come on, just kind of hold back. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, rapport yeah. that has to be followed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when the whole uh, YouTube thing happened, the the, ex, the mass exodus, as I'm, I'm referring to it as, um, I decided, you know what, I'll set up a new Twitch channel, I'll do it for the Press Podcast Network, put all the video archives there. Something cool, it's going to be great to do. And then one thing led to another, and I was like, you know what? It'd be kind of interesting to to see if Brothering Around would want to be featured on there as well. Yeah. And before I could even ask, it's just like, well, you got that Switch channel. How about – I'm like, yeah. all right. Well, cause, <laughs> right, because we had such a good conversation on – what was yeah. it? It was episode 48, 49 uh, about the YouTube craziness. Uh, it's called like YouTube right. Small Creator Purge or something is the title. Uh, 46 or 47, I want to say. Whenever that news broke, it was another adpocalypse, but this time it was even different. Uh, It was was a brand new just rule on getting in to be able to make money. Not even like we're going to pull your ads, but like you won't get any ads until you meet this threshold. We're we're the features, which is another thing. Yeah, right. And you get the stuff that you already had, they were taking away. And, you know, even after we got done recording, I remember that, that I think that was the episode where we still talked for like an hour after yeah. we hit stop. Mm-hmm. And we're like, OK, because Marco had, you know, you have the best outlook on it. And you're like, they could take it away, but I'm going to earn that shit back. Like <laughs> you, you immediately were like, I'm going to fight, man. Like they will yeah. take it. Sure. But we'll get it back. And like you're flying through the races now, man. Yeah. Like you've gained. You're past 300 subscribers. You have gained those more quickly, more actively than I've gained my last like 15 <laughs> subscribers. Yeah. Like, you are like on a level of trajectory that is absurd. And yeah. so you were absolutely right. Your mentality paid off. And mine was kind of in the middle. Uh, Todd, you were more of the, I'm going to jump ship and let's just do this Twitch shit. Let's just yeah. go whole hog. I mean, it's a platform Twitch. I know. Exactly, you know, and, yeah. and it's rewarded you, and it's treated you kindly, and it's given you good network opportunities. So I get it, and here I am in the middle, 
And I'm like, which one do I want to do? <laughs> and But the whole shift of, you know, we really love Brethren Around being a video podcast. You know, yeah. if you listen on audio, we appreciate it. Yeah. But I do think the, the show now has evolved into a more video-focused thing. Right. So it's like, God, do I want to upload all the stuff to my Comedy to Hobo channel? And that doesn't really make sense because on Twitch... I don't upload stuff to my Twitch yeah. channel. Like I just go live. That's the whole point for mm -hmm. me for Twitch. So the best of kind of all worlds is okay. Todd is setting up the foundations right now of something yeah. that could turn into a, I mean, which, which is funny because like I looked around Twitch and you would see people recording podcasts on Twitch, but yeah. you never saw like a channel that was just podcasts. Yeah. And I was just like, it makes I mean, they've sense. given us all these 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 wonderful community guidelines that yeah. allow us to do this. And right. why is nobody else taking advantage of this? Yeah, so. and, I, and I think that's a very smart thing because as we talk about on past episodes, whenever you're a creator, you have to use the tools that you're given in a way that may not be the way everyone else is using it. Mm -hmm. Right? Sure. Like you look at it and you're like, well, yeah, there's a lot of Let's Plays, but what could you do a little different than a Let's Play? Or And that's where Power Hour came up. Yeah, And, you know, you start thinking about, okay, I see what the main idea is, and this is what's really popular. But, you know, whatever's popular is going to change. You know, mm, right. people's tastes are going to change or whatever. So what's a dynamic that you can spin it to make it yours? That way it's your, you know, never add emptiness to the big crowd. Like, never yeah. just add noise for the sake of adding noise to, you know, a, whatever you're doing. Do, like, carve out your little spot. And be like, I do this. This is my thing. Plant your little flag and and say, this is this is Clean me it. now. This is yeah. where we're at. Yeah. Absolutely. So. And that way, it's your original idea that could have come from something else. Yeah. But you have adapted it and you've created it. And yeah, looking at it, it's like, why aren't more places? Exactly. And I mean, that was the that was the biggest thing. Like, why? And I mean, it gives gives opportunity to do things that we normally wouldn't do on podcasts as well. You know, we did the um, the live reaction to uh, take over and uh, rumble. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have done that on a podcast for sure. It's it's highlighted. You can watch it. I mean, yeah. that's a thing. But yeah, and what's interesting also is whenever you whenever you're approaching it, because whenever Todd and I spoke about it, it's like you're actually approaching it from a network perspective. Yeah. So right. like every right. Tuesday. The new episode of blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it's like you're watching syndicated television. And that right. makes complete sense. Yeah. Because that, you know, the consistency in quality and the consistency in consistency mm -hmm. is what drives, you know, you go look at those, how to get more popular on YouTube or how to get more popular on whatever. And the number one thing people will say is be consistent. Yeah. Stick mm -hmm. to a schedule, even if it's once a week. Do it at that same time. People know to expect it. You know they're going to set their DVRs. They're going to do that mentality of, oh, I got to favorite the new Netflix show, or I got to add it to my list, or I got to add it to the watch list. Yeah, yeah, add it to the watch. So that it's oh, they exactly just announced right. this. Let me throw it on there. Yeah, I mean it's just <laughs> yes. I go. Oh, I have to now. Yeah. So you get that mentality, but for that demographic, and yeah, I think having a dedicated podcast network sounds. It, it's the thing. Like I was yeah. like, makes complete sense to me. Um, and, and it sounds bad. And it was funny because my wife and I were kind of talking about this type of thing <laughs> before I started recording is I was like, whenever you do a thing one time, 
you don't realize until afterwards how much work it is. So yeah. then the next time that opportunity comes up, you're way less likely to do it. So my example was I remember putting boots to the asses on Nitro Beard, yeah. trying to get the beard cast up and then the jump cast started and then free to play started its thing. And then there was like three or four other things. And there mm -hmm. was a, so I was trying to wrangle all these cats like, well, this show does yeah. this and this show means this and that show does here. And then I thought about it, and I was like, a podcast network. And then I had, like, that PTSD of, like, oh! <laughs> and, like, my mind freaked out. And I was like, thank God Todd's doing it, because good Lord, yeah. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> God bless. And I mean, yeah. that, oh. and I know we've discussed it um, when we're not recording, but basically all the creators can upload their stuff to the, you know, all the creators that are part of, the Precipice Podcast Network can upload it. their own stuff to the network, great which I think is, which I mean, it, it takes a little work off of me because mm -hmm. somebody doesn't have to send something to me and then I have to upload it. You and know, it it's is, just make it metadata work. Yeah, and, yeah, it's just like shit. whenever you're ready, just kind of throw it on there. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you know, set set over, a yeah. time. Just yeah. don't <laughs> set like noon on like any day because yeah. those are like yeah. podcast times. Yeah. I I don't know why, but like noon just feels great because like on the East Coast it's it's midday, yes. West Coast it's still morning drive. <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, so it's like right on the yeah. money. Yeah. And a lot of times like we have um, and I, I I get the feeling on here a lot. And I, I mean, with the chemistry between me and Maury, I, I get it as well. Morning drive show like that's the, yeah. that's the oh, vibe yeah. I get. Yeah, I mean, it's the wacky horn. Um, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Like what's better than a slide whistle? Like a good slide whistle. Oh, it's the, it's the funniest thing. Or oh, yeah, like a clown horn. It's the funniest noise in the world. Yeah, it really I is. Mean, you go like <laughs> and like it, no matter what situation, it fits because it never fits anywhere. There like, is <laughs> there is a Twitch clip uh, on my main channel, which is I think it's this is a serious stream. Uh, I think that's the title of it, and it's. Uh, Another streamer I know, uh, Jess X, uh, used to be Soupy Twist, all the other stuff. Um, and he used to be an Xbox streamer, so he couldn't use alerts. So he had to be creative. So he got himself a slide whistle, and he would play the slide whistle whenever yeah. he got a follow-up. So good. That's cool. And um, so it's just <laughs> like... It's just like this, you know, titles the clip. This is a serious stream. And it's like, uh, it was me and another streamer. I think we were playing GTA. Yeah. And uh, it's... <laughs> And somebody followed. It's just like and he's just like, "Welcome." Plays the slide whistle. We fucking die. <laughs> so we like, <laughs> oh my god! It was god. fucking great. Oh, oh that's terrific. Yeah, why? But once again, it's taken to create like you know, there's notifications and all that yeah. stuff. Exactly. But like, you know what? I can't do it that same way. So let me play a fucking slide whistle. That's <laughs> 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 your thing now. You know, and I mean, oh, it was man. it was absolutely terrific. But oh, it's, so it's you work with what you have. Yes, and I mean, what we, what we have is you guys. Well, technically, we all have YouTube. You know, we we all have Stitcher, Google Play, um, uh, iTunes. Uh, fucking, there's probably other ones as well. Farmers yeah. only. Christian yeah. Mangle, I'm still setting that up. <laughs> plenty of fish, yeah, all those. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we, we're regular. I, I already got a plenty of fish. 
It's not for the podcast, though. Um, but yeah, I, it's just I just felt that it would be the best thing to try to get not only good shows, mm-hmm. but also people I enjoy either hanging out with or listening to be a part of it. Yeah. And I mean, eventually I, I would like to have, because right now on all three shows, I am a part of all three shows. Right. So it's not new to you. Yeah. No, it's not new <laughs> to me. It's just like, Oh, what's this? And it's, it's, it's Wednesday. It's like, no, this is Saturday. And it's like, well, it's just, it feels like Wednesday to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, oh, gimmick bag, that's Thursday. Uh, I mean, that's just the way it is. And I would love to have more content on the channel um, in, in its entirety. And I mean, helping people set up their their RSS and all the other stuff. Because yeah. believe, believe it or not, if, if you guys have not set up an RSS feed using certain things like, uh, like Amazon, yeah. it seems way more complicated than it actually is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I would love for it to be a little bit, a little bit more streamlined personally, but yeah. you work with what you got. I mean, right. it's like pennies on the dollar for storage. So yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, Marco and I have been talking about it too, and like, yeah. uh, what? Whenever you explain it step by step, there's like thirty steps. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all easy. It's just you have to yeah. do one before you do the other because this yeah. step is going to ask for that stuff, and then this yeah. is going to be that, <laughs> and like. So you got to tell it all what to talk to. But yeah, I mean, after you get it going, even with a popular podcast, if you do it right, you're only going to spend like a dollar a month, a dollar, two dollars a month. I mean, it's not super. But if you go somewhere like that will set all of that stuff up for you, these RSS feeds and stuff, you go to Podbean, you go to uh, Libsyn. uh, Yeah, Libsyn is one of the I think it's the biggest podcast hoster on the planet. But that shit's expensive, man. That's like 20, 30 bucks a month. And that's if you get a pretty oh. good deal and you're like, and that's okay. low traffic too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah. Once you get higher traffic, they start nickel and diming you. And uh, I don't know about all that. You know, I mean, how serious do you want to take it? Like if that was yeah. your main yeah. hobby and you were trying to become the next like NPR, go mm-hmm. for it. But like for what we do and for, you know, it's for adult human beings and we all yeah. have shit going on in our lives. So yeah. there has to be sometimes we've got to be like, hey, man, can't do it this week. Hey, we'll just roll it yeah, over and think yeah. about what you need. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I never wanted uh, – and I think all of us are this way. We never want to be like, well, no, you better you better yeah. be here. We don't fuck <clears throat> money with no, this. It's... Like, no, we just do it to do it, no. and we love it. I but, mean, yeah. like, even even with Maury, like, when she was just like, oh, well, you know, I'm – you know, I'm not going to be able. Like, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able. I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. oh no, it's no big deal. Like, no, 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 exactly. Yeah, We're good. and We're good. that's the thing is like, yeah, real life comes first, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time. Um, so it, it's not realistic. Now, if we were doing so well that we were making like each of us were making a thousand bucks a month just from doing that this. We, yeah. We put our jobs. Yeah. A little different. <laughs> like we would have a pretty arduous schedule that we would stick to and be on the money all the yeah. time. Cause that's the expectation. It's the but business. Yeah. Yeah. It is. A, yes, exactly right. It is a business and you're collecting a paycheck and like the same rules apply that if you had an eight to five, you better take that same ethic and, and bring it here. So, you know, and, and to tie it back to the whole like YouTube changes and stuff, in a lot of ways, now that I've been thinking more about it, 
like I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is a good thing because I can stop focusing on what people will want to watch and do what and you oh, want to do. Exactly. Oh well, how? What are my hits going to be? What are my? What's my retention? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. But now that I've been thinking the way, like I'm just going to make my shit, and this ties into our next topic. Dude, I've been getting way more retention. I've been getting way more. Like, it's so weird to think about because you try exactly, to follow the yeah. crowd and try to do the let's plays and try to do this. And I'm going to do some of that. And I'm going to go over here. And, oh, what are they popular guys doing? I better do that. And then you're just bringing in 20, 30, 40 views at a time. And then, you know, I'll do the stuff that I normally do. I'll, I'll do West unboxes and it'll be goofy. And it's like 600 something views in two weeks. I was like, but, but then shit. you also do videos where it's like, oh, hey, I got a new mic for the cell phone. And it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, because I, hell, I have that shit right here. Like, and I used it all day today. Um, but yeah, because I was like, okay, this is going to be kind of the change on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I better show people what it is. Just, yeah. it's free content, you know? And I'm like, oh, I have this little phone thing. And it's funny because it comes with a big old dead cat, which I have right here, too. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's good. Uh, But, yeah, so I used it today. And, I mean, I'm editing that video now. Mm. And it's going to be, hey, this is a mix of here's what this microphone that you saw in the last episode, if you're interested on how it works outside, how does it sound, like in a Mm. car with a loud music and stuff. This will give you that. Like, this will be a follow-up to be like, oh, I guess that mic does work pretty well. Yeah. But it's a whole new piece of content, and you never even need to know I have a microphone for my phone. Yeah. But if you watch them going from part one to part two, they kind of naturally follow each other. And, yeah, and then I'm like, I'm going to order, like, a lens kit. Like, they, they make cell phone lenses, like, wide-angle lenses and fish mm-hmm. lenses and stuff for phones that you just, like, clip on. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I was like, shit, man, I'm going to do that. Start actually making films. Like, start yeah. making... Treat it like a documentary. It's funny on this episode I'm working on right now. I kind of hint at it, like I'll spoil it a little bit, but it'll say commie log, and then the anamorphic widescreen bars fade in for the whole thing, and it's all in widescreen. It's all in 23 by six times nine or whatever it is. Nice uh, for the anamorphic stuff. And I'm doing color correction. I'm doing grading. I'm doing post. I'm doing all that just to see what it looks like. Like, can I get cinema quality shit with my phone? Did you give them a disclaimer saying that don't expect this shit all the time because it's a lot of work? Oh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> but, like, it, it's funny because there's a certain excitement about it. Like, I'm doing it, and I was like, oh, shit, this does look really good. Yep. And, like, yeah. I'll see a shot, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe if I edit that. Like, I start tweaking stuff, and I'm excited about it again instead of, like, oh, here I go. Yep. I got to do the 60 frames a second game footage and pop that right there and then put that right there and then put this over here. Like, it's a yeah. formula, and I know to stick with it, but this... And do my honorable mention video. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, we went through that Game of the Year shit, and you're like, oh, Game of the Year time, no. <laughs> Everyone else is so excited to watch these videos, but they forget that people got to make those fucking videos, and those are yeah. hard to do. Everybody oh, knows that the gosh. Game of the Year is always Super Mario Brothers 2. Super Mario Brothers oh, well, except for when it was knack. Knack, <laughs> everybody. Knack. I've, I've been just binge watching like all that shit. Donkey. Thank is, you. <laughs> Donkey's one of those guys that he's one of the popular like Seto Papa guys. But Donkey, God bless Donkey. Because that dude is hysterical. Yeah. I laugh at every single one of his, every single one of his videos. It makes me laugh. Every yeah. single one. Here comes um, the money. <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> Oh, it's so oh. good. Um, 
but yeah, so going going into that, you know, whenever you start making what you want, you start putting your passion and stuff into it. You're actually starting to see more and more people mm-hmm. kind of clip onto it. You know, like, oh, this is something different. This is something we haven't seen before. Let's stick around for it. And I think that's what's going to happen with the Precipice podcast. I think the whole network, it's going to be like, wait, they're doing podcasts? Like, Yeah, and I, I mean, right, right now is the perfect time to get in on the ground floor. I'm just saying. I mean, we have as of this as of this moment uh, that we're recording, every episode of Gimmick Bags up on there. Um, we actually changed the video format as well, so you do get the to see me. Uh, you get the wonderful weekly GIF uh, that Maury selects. I'm still using the brown one because it's so good. On this <laughs> oh, it, it's it is. <laughs> I, I, what is it? The last one? Uh, I want to say the last episode. I used uh, Torgo from Manos Hanna, Hands of yeah. Fate. Because uh-huh. we were talking, because it was like the twenty, uh, was, um, the, like twenty five years since the MST three K episode oh that they did gosh. Manos, wow. and it was just like, yeah, I know, I, it makes me feel old. That's, I mean, a, whew. Whew. That's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, Shit. it's just like it, it's like when somebody brings up a movie and they're just like, I just saw this for the first time, and I'm like, I remember seeing that in theaters <laughs> twenty five years ago. <laughs> I just oh. want to always put that gif of uh, Rose from Titanic where she's like, it's been 82 years for everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, but I feel fighting. that way when it comes to a lot of different ones, though. Like, you know, whenever somebody says like, oh, I just watched Blade Runner for the first time. And I'm just like, well, first off, I'll sit down. I'm like, let's discuss. <laughs> but why did you wait so long? <laughs> right, right. Did, was, is have you gradually been trying to watch it throughout the years? Is, is that because I understand that it's Slowly, a very slow yeah. moving build. Slow, slow build. <laughs> but uh, but no, if you if you've just now like after me recommending it, and I recommend movies weird because you know usually somebody's just like oh you gotta check out this movie because of this this and this and for me it's like you got you gotta you gotta see this movie and they're just like why what's so good about it? I'm like just watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's more intriguing for them. Like when I say like, um, like for example, we'll use an example. And this is something we've all seen. Old boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to see old boy. Yep. Why? What's so good about it? Just watch it. Got to watch some old boy. That's what has to happen. It's a terrific film. It's like how I feel about I saw the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Got to see I saw the devil. I mean, like, why? Like, what? What is in this movie? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, arguably, like if I look at my Blu-ray rack up there, I'm just like, Wild Bunch. I'll do the same thing on. Yep. You know, like Videodrome. Another one. I'll do that on Red State. Um, Repo the Genetic Opera. And I'm just like, I, I just looked at like the first four titles, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, there's those. If you hate somebody, you can have them watch Dune. Um, oh. <laughs> Dune is a terrible fucking movie. I understand why it's important, but holy shit! If you go try to watch it now, it's a fever dream. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Like none. Of I mean, it. it's much in the vein of Highlander too, where it's just like it does not make sense. <laughs> where Jason goes to Manhattan. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Ar- dude. Arguably, he- it's it's a, it's it's a film I enjoy. It's just. Hey, I, mean, I enjoy certain parts of that movie with all of my heart. 
like whenever he comes out of the whenever he like swam off the boat under the dock yeah. and like he stands up and he goes mm? and then it shows a big billboard and it's of a hockey mask and yeah. he's like that's weird and then like and then he just like waddles away um like why do they have a picture of me up on that billboard oh. um I must be famous yeah and then he punches that dude's head off oh yeah oh, julius so, good. so great <laughs> Give me your your best shot. All right. Bam. <laughs> His head rolls down and hit, go, hits a dumpster, and then the dumpster lid automatically closes. Yeah. Like, no oh, one closes it. It's just a perfect, it rolls, yeah. the momentum gets it, and then it closes. And I was like, oh, and he's, that's... and fucking Julius is throwing everything he's got at him, too. It made me laugh. That scene made me laugh because it's about four and a half minutes of this guy just punching Jason, and it's a long shot. It's like an yeah. old boy, the hallway fight scene. But like really mm. anticlimactic, and it's just laughable the longer it goes because he's like, because uh, uh, yeah, he gets then, so like he just gets so gassed. He's and just, then J- Jason just stands there like, <laughs> but they keep it going. I thought, okay, they're gonna cut any minute yeah. now, and it goes for another three and a half minutes. And I'm like, oh my god, oh, oh the poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then people will be like, oh well, Jason X is another really bad one. I'm just like. Have you seen part nine? <laughs> See, and I, I don't think I've seen part nine. You need uh, well, you, yeah, it didn't. you. If you think, and I, I've said this before, if you believe the bullshit of eight is bad, watch part nine. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but <laughs> to go back on to our second topic, and I feel bad because we were going to discuss this topic last episode and then it just got like, <laughs> sandbagged under all oh, yeah. the other drama all, that was all happening. The rest. Oh, but, <laughs> but we yeah, got more drama this week. in the last week to uh, discuss that kind of feeds into this. So that's, yeah. true. Oh. that's true. But but so there there is a, Marco introduced me into some uh <laughs> some questionable uh so, shades. Are we yeah. talking the dirty dank groups? <laughs> the dank just the 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 seedy the seedy <laughs> underbelly. Um, so, <laughs> but here's the deal. Okay, so what we're actually talking about. So you'll you'll see a lot online about services that do like sub for sub or like comment on my video and I'll comment on your video, like that type of stuff. And it's like that's mm, a little iffy. Like stuff like that's a little iffy. Yeah. But but Marco invited me to this Facebook group and he's like, no man, this one's legit. Like and I was like, all right. Yeah. So he invited me, and it's called uh, YouTube Geeks and Nerds or something like that. Oh, the same YouTube. one he invited me to. That's yeah, yeah. Right. And, I was like, and I was like, all right, sure, sure. And then what it is is it's people like post their videos, and then what you do is you there's like a daily like dump that you can put your video in, and they'll be like, okay, so the rules are you gotta watch at least pick three videos out of the list of replies. Watch three of them for a minimum of five minutes, like it, say something, like comment, and it can't be like, ho, ho, cool video, bro. Like, it it has to be something that shows you watch the video. And, like, the moderators check this shit. Like, the admins go and they make sure this account did watch this video and said Mm -hmm. that. Like, so they have, like, pretty much, I would imagine that's kind of a full-time thing where you you got to make sure that these people are following these rules. But what yeah. it's doing is it's not necessarily sub for sub or like for like. It genuinely is building engagement. Yeah. And 
I think it's honest engagement in, instead of the weird shady shit because these are also people making actual content. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. those weird that there's that weird side of YouTube to where people are just playing with like Play-Doh and they have like a weird song in the background or they they have a uh, you know what I mean like the weird yeah. shit. Wait, I like, could have done that on YouTube? Well, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. Hundreds of thousands of views and or or they'll, they'll do the like toys. Yeah, oh my god. Or they'll play with toys and talk about like my name's Mary Poppins and it's like a human figure. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Like what is going on? Thousands yeah. beyond thousands of views. And they have like forty seven thousand subscribers. And you're like, I can't get a thousand subscribers and I'm busting my balls. And that I dude get one fifty. Yeah, that dude has He Man playing yeah. Mary Poppins and he has like Gak in the background making weird fart noises. And this dude's a multimillionaire apparently. I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But but this this is connecting genuine creative because like there are two or three people on there that I was like this guy's pretty good this girl's pretty good let me actually subscribe to him and now they're making they make daily content a lot of them do mm -hmm. uh, if not multiple times a week so these are people that are taking it serious um, and it's like all right we're all kind of in that same we're the small YouTube army or whatever it is like we 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 understand how tough the racket is but like. Let's support each other and then kind of slowly boost everyone up a little bit mm -hmm. because then so, all so 50, the video will show a listing. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll show on the sidebars of recommended correlated uh, things. So that way, if somebody's watching Marco's stuff, my video could get like recommended because mm -hmm. like we network all the time or like, you know, anything like that makes total sense. That's not being like that. In my opinion, that's the difference between like being the shady shit. And you're just working YouTube at that point. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're just YouTube gives us these tools. Why don't we embrace the my what must watch list or favorites or recommended or like yeah. why don't we utilize that kind of power to work for us instead of us you know try, trying to do it in a way more difficult way, which is like staying in a vacuum. Like right. you know, I want people to know about Marco's content because it's good content, not because like. Well, Marco's my boy, sure, right. but that only gets you so far. Like, yeah. there, there's no, absolutely. Old, there's that old saying of like, try to pay for a hot dog with exposure. People talk about, well, you're doing it for the love of the craft, and it's like, yeah, that doesn't pay bills. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're do I'm doing it just to, all right, gang. Yeah, like, um, but at a certain level, you got to start getting a return on your investment. And if that's a return on investment for time. That's pretty much what we're giving up right now is we believe in yep. the cause. We're giving up our time and the effort and the energy that hopefully later we are either rewarded, not necessarily even with money, but with actual like notoriety. Like people that make it even bigger than us can point to us and say, these guys are the reason why I made it here. Mm -hmm. And you're like, there you go. I mean, for me, that's about as good as it gets, you know? And, and, um, I mean, that touches back to, and I mean, this is the 50th episode, so this may be a bit of a deep dive, but this goes back to one of the, the early, early episodes where you talked about talent, basically being a talent scout yeah, and yeah. wanting to see other people succeed. Yes, totally. And being like, it's great when I see somebody who's doing great and they can say, if it wasn't for them, 
I wouldn't be doing yeah. this. And it's yeah. like that is the greatest bit of flattery to any oh, creature. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I and I mean a lot of people thrive that way. Like I, I like to think that that's what I like to do the most mm-hmm. is like the reason why I push myself like on my content is because I know you guys are going to watch it and then be mm-hmm. like, oh, Wes is fucking crazy, man. He's doing this other shit like he's doing this next yeah. level shit. I got to you, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's almost like a thing about keeping everyone honest. It's like, all right, yeah. if I want to be some sort of trailblazer, like let me do shit that people are like. They'll watch it and they'll be like, I think I like this. Like they, they have to think for a minute, like do I, like do, do I? Yeah, it's like You need to watch it a few times. Yeah, and then and then you think about it and you think about it like a week later and you're like, shit, that video is pretty good. Let me watch that again. And then you start getting other ideas, like, I like what he did right there. I like what like I I, I don't know, you know, it, like in music or, or like a book author, that they'll say stuff like, This is a an author's author. Or this is a, a wrestler's wrestler. Like Dean Malenko is a wrestler's wrestler because all the wrestlers fucking love that guy. And they're like, that guy's amazing. He does all these crazy wrist locks. But then you ask fans and they're like, yeah, Dean Malenko's okay. But like all the wrestlers, all the boys are like, dude, Dean Malenko's the fucking best. It's, it's much like Regal. I mean, yes. Regal's a great example. Regal is a wrestler's wrestler. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, you have like a musician's musician. Yeah. Like it may not sell a lot, but other musicians buy it and they're like, oh, this guy's the best that I've ever yeah. heard. It's ahead and of his like, time. I, I think that to me, that's where I want to go, like as far as that creation stuff. So that might be why it doesn't take off as much. That might be why all of us are like, it feels like we're struggling, but I think we're doing things that aren't the status quo. Like building a fucking all podcast network on Twitch, like yeah, what? what, what? I mean, that's like, <laughs> see, and that's the funny bit because people would be, you know, if I had talked to non podcast people about it, they'd be like, "Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, like, like why would you Twitch do this? That's ridiculous." But, but you know, look back maybe a year, year and a half ago. Well, maybe I should do some painting. On yeah. Twitch, yeah, right. Oh, they're yeah. fucking nuts. Yeah, that guy's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and like, with, <clears throat> the perfect thing is like, there's hardly anyone on YouTube that covers mobile games. I still try to search for it. Seriously, try to search it. It you see a bunch of fucking phone reviews. You see app reviews. You see the different like gimbals and things you can buy yeah. for your phone, and look at these new headsets. But actual phone games, actual in-depth, 20-minute, quick play, let's take a look at this. This is an awesome case. It turns into a tripod. Right, and you can watch a movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. But to actually, and games on phones are a huge market. Yeah. A ridiculous market. But no one's doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, Margaret, you're ahead of the game, man. What I'm thinking, man, you keep it up and you're growing at that trajectory. Whenever people start cracking wise, like I could record video game footage of my phone game. Yeah, you're already gonna be there, and you're gonna be up here while they're starting down here. They're gonna start looking at you as like, oh, what's that guy doing? What's that? He's he's been doing it for a long time. What has he been doing? Oh, that's a good idea. Let me try that. And like that's what happens because I don't think people like Soda Pop and people like Lyric got where they are because of their talent. I think they got where they got because they were first. And, like, real talk. I think yeah. 
they did that trend when it, back when it was just in TV. They were playing video games right. on the real life streaming service, right? On like live stream. They were doing shit on ustream.com and livestream.com mm-hmm. before there was even Justin TV to turn into Twitch TV. They were playing video games then. They were the first to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think they got so popular and big because they were the first and everyone started looking at them like, well, if they could do it, I could do it. And then you start getting that second tier worth of people and the third tier worth of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and I and think by that, the time it gets to the fourth tier, they're just like, we know everything that they've done and we know how to game the system now. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. Then you have the yeah. fucking Logan Pauls of the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, like uh, that, that's what's so exciting about being part of something like the Press podcast because I could see this being kind of the stem and like where. Mm-hmm. And, like, even turning the whole thing into it. And, you know, back during the Twitch times and you talk about the Hobo Network. And, like, oh, we're going to get a network of people together and we're going to bring them together. But then at the end, it was just basically referral links. I mean, whenever you look at kind of what it really was, it was like we're just going to – everyone in the network is going to link to everyone else in the network. So that way we kind of have this, you know, infrastructure that, like, goes in on itself. Um, Yeah, and I remember those days. I mean, yeah, I've been a part of – few little groups and and such and that's usually the way it works yeah but but then you also have channels like um and i'll I'll take the one maury streams on every now and then stack up yeah where they have where it's you have all these all these streamers streaming on the one channel getting their exposure that way Mm -hmm. And then, you know, not only that, but also helping out a good charity. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's and that's the way to do it. You'll even yeah. see it with, like, the NVIDIA, the official NVIDIA channel. They sponsor 20 or 30 streamers, and then they each have a two-hour block within yeah. the week that they stream on mm-hmm. NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think. And then you have on the flip side, which is sort of similar, but in a different take of it, you have places like uh, Streamer House which is a 24-hour channel. The channel's been on for something like three and a half years. Like, it's never gone offline. And the reason why is everyone has a four-hour shift, but all of these people, it's like a frat house. Everybody lives in the same house. So what you do is, like, Marco, you would take the eight to noon shift. And then at noon, you would tag me in, and I would do my noon to four shift. But we would just basically hand off the stuff and then play different games like, oh, here's the headset, brother. Yeah. Oh, chat's going good. Here you go. And then like live, you would just swap it and then you're good to go. Now you have four hours of a different streamer mm-hmm. Then they pass off the headset and it's all in the same setup all in the same room. Uh, it's a pretty unique way to do it. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like it still kind of blows my mind, but they haven't been offline in like three and a half, four years. I think like they've been minus a minus a small like internet hiccup or something yeah yeah that's so the deal yeah. like dropping it down Maintenance. that way but yeah they they have the guinness world record right now for the longest stream and it's something like uh 525 consecutive days like yeah. wow. just pure and that's wow. they're trying that's to beat awesome. demolitions record but yeah but yeah. so Margo, i'm glad that you showed me that deal uh, the, the YouTube geeks and nerds thing because it, it was almost like uh, almost like a light at the end of the tunnel mm. because it's like they even took the crappy shit of like sub for sub and they adapted it to a thing that made sense you know we're talking yeah. about taking ideas and adapting them 
Th yeah. These groups, the genuine groups, are truly networking groups. It's yeah. not... You know, there's nothing. The only reason I even joined up on it is because I, and you know, you invited me and I joined up probably two or three months ago. But what yeah. I would do is every other day or so, I'd go on Facebook and look at what the group was doing. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, if I start seeing some shady shit, I'm not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'll give no. it a couple months before yeah, I engage. Probationary period. And then, uh, <laughs> but then I started seeing it. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And it was great because the moment, <laughs> the moment I posted mine, uh, I guess so, Marco. You're like a moderator or something on the group. No, no. So like I now lately, I'm in charge of two days, maybe three or four. If the main poster is not able to do it, yeah. So I have all the all the days pictures set up, uh, saved, and then that, I can just oh, copy cool. paste the thing. That's that's pretty much where my my role is at now. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so the moment I post mine, like, hey guys, I'm new here. Here's my video. And then Marco's like, oh, you got on the dirty, dirty, no. like immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Watch this guy's videos right now. Do it. it He's my great. boy. Let's go. Oh, oh it's hilarious. Action, dude. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. Like in big letters. Today's a special laugh. day. You must only watch two videos and <laughs> this one. <laughs> and here it is right there. Um, yeah. Oh, and it's funny because I'm going to. I'm going to give you guys both a spoiler. And all of you watching at home, a spoiler. So that new Kamilog, I actually picked up another game. But the game I picked up was actually, I was thinking of Marco this time. His brother. <laughs> we're going to be playing <laughs> some Yakuza, son. That's what yes. we're going to be playing. Um, no. <laughs> that's it, no. dude. Uh, it's going well, on Twitch. Wait. I might do that shit do tomorrow. That. Make sure you do that, um, that uh, bowling side quest uh, <laughs> mission to get the chicken. You have to. You gotta get good at both. Oh, so I, I gotta get it. I mean, I I remember Yakuza on the what was it, on the PS2 originally. Yes, yeah. Um, I remember playing the hell out of that, and I am really contemplating whether or not at some point I should end up finding a way to get a PS4 so I can play the Yakuza games again. Do it, absolutely. I mean, because here's the thing, Kiwami, like the one I got. Mm -hmm. uh, right here, like I, it's I got a slick deal, and it's like the Steelbook edition, so it has oh, nice. that sick okay, like. That's, that's the replay of one. I'm sorry, yes. I thought that was zero. Oh so yeah, that's, but cool that's my yeah, that's my next one on the list, and then Yakuza Six. So okay, the, yeah, uh, Yakuza Kiwami is actually a remake of the first Yakuza on Which PS2. Was terrific. Yes, so it, that's the best way to get in. Is this is using the Yakuza Zero, the Yakuza Six engine. And it redoes and it adds some stuff and it has that uh what is it, Majima Anywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he just shows up in random like places. Um yeah. but but yeah, so you could basically play let's see, because I think you could even on the PlayStation Now live stream service get Yakuza three like streaming. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think you can play a majority all but maybe Yakuza two. But maybe even that two is on PS2. Yeah, one and two are on PS2. Three, yeah, four, three. and five. Yeah. Well, five. Yeah, five is on PS3. So you should be able to get it on now. Yeah, and I think three, four, and five are on PlayStation now. I want to yeah. say Yakuza one was this remade, but then Yakuza two might be the only one that you can't get digitally. I need to yeah. check that. Yeah, um, but they're making a Kiwami too, so it's going to be oh sick. Another uh, remake of like that one. 
So of the number two. Oh, oh, that's awesome. I'm yeah. right now. I'm just looking at it. And it's just like recent editions, and it's like an NBA game, Yakuza Five, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what is it? The new editions, NBA 2K16, Yakuza 5, Yakuza 4. Yep. Um, some other game, Payday and Dirt Rally. And it's like, eh, well, what? Like, Mark and I talked about this way back in the day. And yeah. I think we actually got our first, like, comments on YouTube or somewhere on it that, like, yelled at us. Is we said that uh, Yakuza is what happened if Shinmu was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let me take the flack on this. I completely agree. Yeah, it's and I mean Shinbu did what it did, and it did a lot like the the time stuff and the you know NPCs having their own schedules and whatnot. But like yeah. that game, going back now, it's not a joy to go play again. You know, mm. yeah. But you can go play the hell out of Yakuza One. Oh my mm. god! Oh yeah, yeah. that game yeah. aged like perfectly. Like I'm bummed that our power hour got pulled from YouTube. Because we did a full-on Yakuza 1 power hour, and it went for, like, almost two hours. And it was great. And then It was a double shot. Yeah, and, like, they they pulled it for whatever reason. Like, one of the few videos, that and my Tenchu uh, power hour, that one that we did, Mm. YouTube deleted them. Like, took them. That was the only videos I've ever had to where YouTube stepped Mm. in and was like, nope. No. Yeah, and I don't know. It was like I don't know if it was a copyright thing or like what was going on with it. Yeah, but was that because, on Sega's part? That's what I was wondering. Uh, yeah, it might be. And then because yeah, because I think uh, Sega also owned part of Tenchu or something. Like it's a weird yeah. deal. Um, so yeah, so literally took it and was like, nope. The only not even WWE uh, WWE did that. We did play WWF Attitude. Had an awesome fun power hour. That thing is hilarious. And WWE stepped in and said we couldn't publish it. Like, yeah, it was published and then they stripped it and it was a copyright claim, but it's still on my channel. Like, I can go watch it on the the editor's side. I can go play that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if now I could like re up it as something else and then it wouldn't get flagged. Give us a long lost. Power Hour episode. Hey, yeah, there you go. Like an archive. That'd be thing. interesting. That'd be yeah. fun. So I'll, I'll <laughs> dig in. I'll dig in and see what I can do. But uh, but yeah, just weird stuff on the YouTube front. But yeah, the Yakuza episode was the only thing that ever got pulled. I bet they they will be cooler about it because of how well all of that funny like social network Yakuza yeah. internet stuff is going. I bet they'll be yeah. more lenient now. So here's hoping. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm looking at uh, the PlayStation Now games, and the only two Yakuza games on the service are four and five. Okay. okay. Yeah. So three, yeah. Uh, do you have a you have a PS3, Todd? No, I don't. Okay. No, I, had a, I had a choice between that and the Xbox, and all my friends were playing on Xbox. So well, yeah. I mean, and that's I mean, fair. at that point, you're just like, where do I go? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Which is which is the great dilemma, like when it comes down to playing games, like what are you going to get? Are you going to get this one or that one? Well, where are my friends? Yes, where are the games totally, I want to play? Totally. I mean, mm-hmm. up until up until Yakuza, I was not interested in the PS4. And now I'm just like, mm, yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> and there, there's some hot hits coming down the pipe, man, because that's what I'm getting on a big kick is like, OK, I have all these PC games and they're on Steam and good old games mm-hmm. and all this. And I love having a huge digital library. I love it. 
but it's also like I have all these shelves back here. You know, I mm-hmm. want to start filling in that stuff and building yeah. an actual library. Got a lot of retro games, which is cool. But like, I own a PS4. I love playing my PS4. But I don't really have games that aren't on disc for it. Like they're all digital stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, let's start buying. You know, Last of Us. Let's buy the Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age. Let's buy Yakuza. Yeah. I even got a few more games for it, like a Chartered Four. Uh, like physical disc games and I was like shit that way if they pull the plug on the servers I can still play them yeah right. uh, because now I own them um, yeah and that's yeah. for some reason that's been taken hold I've been like well let me get the physical fucking game like let me let me hold the game because if yeah. I have a game console I might as well just buy those games and mm-hmm. then anything PC just get it digitally true like, mm-hmm. that makes sense you know? I would personally I, I'm I understand it's a whole Sony Sega deal on that, but I would have mm-hmm. fucking loved to see the Yakuza games on PC. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, surprised. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they're not because yeah. Sega's been doing gangbusters on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sega's been putting all kinds of shit on PC lately, especially older online. titles. Yeah, the Dreamcast yeah. collections, and I mean, I mean, was it they did what Bayonetta? They put yeah. that on there, and I was, I that blew me away. Yeah, and the only reason two and three aren't on there is because those are owned by Nintendo. Yeah. So, but that's it. Like, Sega would love to put them on there. Like, Sega put Vanquish on there, which is a great game. Yeah. Um, a lot of just big, big moves that they're pulling. And even, like, Sonic games are day one on PC now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I get, yeah, I guess it is such an exclusive deal with Sony. Like, Sony plays pays premium money for the Yakuza rights. Um, it's, it has to be. And, you know, yeah, and I would honestly, if they were to say, hey, listen, like even if they were to go and say, oh, we're going to release Yakuza 1, like not not the, the remaster, right. the original just, just one. Yakuza 1, yeah, on on PC, like, day one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> day one, I would be getting streamed. I would just be sitting there playing Pachinko and all the other little fun mini games. <laughs> it's so crazy how good. <laughs> everything about that game is like yeah. the combat got better over time like oh, as yeah. the series progressed the combat got more slick and they had more combo moves and like the what do they call it the the action heat moves, heat heat moves. moves. that's it uh so all the heat moves are kind of crazier but the the blueprint is there like yeah. they yeah. got it the first time out the gate and it's amazing how much content is in that game like yeah. on yeah. The, that that i'm convinced that even the first game, definitely Yakuza 2, but definitely the first Yakuza pushed the PS2 oh, absolutely. almost to a breaking point. Like, there is slowdown in that game. There's all They were so far ahead of the curve, which reminds me of another freaking remake that came out on PS4, which is Shadow of the Colossus, which mm-hmm. I'm about to shell out 40 bucks for it because I was like, <laughs> oh, 60 frames a second and the controls actually fucking work? Yeah, I'll replay that game in a heartbeat. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, this will this will be how many copies of this game you now have? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so I got the original. I got a greatest hits version. I got the PS3 remaster on disc and digital. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be the fourth or fifth time I owned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I play it and beat it again, and just right at the end, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> games are art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> But man, I'll tell you what, what they need to do, because Shadow of the Colossus is one of the best games on the PS2, and then the other actual best game, no question, Final Destination, whatever you want to call it, 
Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. They need to do one of these for fucking just that one game. I have all the HD remat, whatever. Make me one of these. Make me a Twin Snakes version of Metal Gear Solid 3. And then I'll be like, you know what? That's the only video game console I ever need. Thank you. Because, yeah, <laughs> <Like, laughs> I mean, they did do that, like, that Metal Gear collection or whatever. Yeah, which was good. And, like, the yeah, the HD collection on PS3. And then, uh, and then yeah, they had, uh, oh, God, like, Peace Walker was on there, too. The PS3 mm-hmm. game, which yeah. I loved. It's, like, the actual sequel to Metal Gear Solid 3. Loved Peace Walker. And then no one really bought it because there was Portable Ops. Which really nobody bought, but I loved it. And then Portable Ops made the way for Peace Walker because the whole I'm gonna put the parachute on the back of a guy and put him up, and he's gonna be in my gang, and then I'm gonna grow the soldiers. And then they took that exact same thing for Metal Gear Solid Five, and I was like, oh, that's great! They're making this the streamlined version of Peace Walker. This is awesome. <laughs> um, but you know, but then I played for about 20 hours, and I was like, yeah, I already did this in Peace Walker, so that was about it. Um, but yeah, man, basically, and I'm not well, even the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of the guy. Uh, maybe <laughs> they say I am. I don't know if I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, does this five have like a good solid five minute ladder climb? I mean, <laughs> with a with a, a song building in the yeah. background. Yeah, like, right, 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 right. In a world, or like I can't remember <laughs> how Snake Eater goes. And then you start like climbing up. Oh, it's one of, the, one of the few things I remember from that game is that fucking ladder climb. So funny. <laughs> it's like a classic moment. I remember way too much about that game. Like I could, I could write you a thesis about that stupid ass game, but I think it's the best standalone <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Like if you were to play one game in that whole series, I would say Metal oh, Gear Solid 3, yeah. three. without question. Because I can I can understand a, that. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and you don't have to know about shit else that happens in that series. Like it has a full on narrative by itself. And I appreciate games like that's kind of why I actually bought Kiwami. Is like I remember how good the first Yakuza was, even as a standalone game. Yeah. And then they announced Yakuza 2, and I freaked out. I was like, they're making another one? Like I I had no idea that that's how successful it was. <laughs> The only problem I see with the Yakuza games is it just takes so fucking long for them to be localized. Yeah. And that's yeah, always yeah. been the issue. Um, now is that, kind now of the best time. Now it's not much of a problem either. Now it's not so much of a problem because yeah. they're successful. So more, they're going to get more money to be able to yeah. get that out faster. Mm-hmm. They can pay more people. So now it's kind of a perfect time to jump into the series yeah. because you have like six games to play. You know? mm-hmm. So by the time you get done with those six games, and that doesn't even count. What was the one? The the dead- ones. They have samurai yeah. ones too. It's the samurai ones and like yeah, like Dead Souls. And Dead Souls, yeah. Where you dead just Souls fight like zombies. Standalone, standalone zombies. Yeah. And that's the only time you can well beyond the Kiwami and Zero was the only time you can only uh, be playing um, Majima. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's funny because every time I think about Yakuza or every time I have Yakuza, I think of Marco. Because the yeah. one of the first times we ever talked. Uh, you you were like, oh, you know, I worked as a I QA worked guy on the first <laughs> yeah. Yakuza. And I was like, fucking Credit. what? Like, are you crazy? <laughs> and then, so, like, regaling the tales about working at Sega. But then there was another game, and I was like, man, please tell me there's this game for 360. And I loved it to death, and no one else knew about it. And it was called Chrome Hounds. 
Mark, Mark was like, I fucking did crowns and I was like, What? Like it was, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, oh. I mean your rea- your reaction to like him saying like, Yeah, I worked on QA for Yakuza. When you told you uh, you uh Marco did that same thing to me one time or just because we were talking about Yakuza and it was, it's like such a great fucking you do realize that I worked in QA on that. I'm like, what? <laughs> you like <laughs> slam your hands down on the desk like <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> get me those pictures of Spider Man. Like that's, yeah. like, that's the sort of like you just you like spit take like what? Because yeah. I mean, dude, those are huge games. Those yeah. are like it's, it's not even a spit take. It's the whole like say it again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get spit on twice. <laughs> Well, no, the first time I don't have a drink. Second time I do. You're just like, no, I'm not going to say it because you're going to spit all over me. I'm like, I promise not to spit on you. But, like, that is crazy. Like, if I just had that on my resume, that I was part of QA on fucking Yakuza. Like, Yakuza, I'm convinced, saved Sega's ass. Because Uh Sonic was going through some dumb shit. Even Uh, now Sonic's going through some dumb shit. So they couldn't really rely on Sonic. So they had to get something else, something unique, something truly Sega. Yakuza is it, man. Yeah. Like, it's the hotness. Uh, and it yeah. has been the hotness for a long time for the people that knew about it. And what is it, it? it was, Six, Six has some some big names attached to it, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, some we got, we got what? brothers. We got what? Oh, yeah, Takeshi Kitano. Yeah. We got um, yeah. Okada. <laughs> Yano, you got Naito, and Naito actually does his like, mm, like he does the the low stuff. It's great. Oh, it's fucking great. I think Seven has Seven will do the same thing, but it's like a bunch of the legends. Like, um, I think the Great Muda is one of the. It's Seven, the not six, not six. Seven, um, yeah, Muda, and then like a, I think uh, Chono is all also in that too. They gotta get. They gotta have Nagata. They gotta have Nagata. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. You're gonna see some. You're gonna see some legends. <laughs> They're gonna be. Boys, I, I think man. you can look it up right now. Holy you can look shit. it up right now, like wrestlers and Yakuza Seven, and I think they'll show up. Oh my but, god, that like flips the script, dude. Yeah. Oh, Yakuza, Yakuza was a, a like a, a growing boy. Like it didn't like you know off to the races when it first started, and yeah. it was. If you liked it back then, like in PS One, uh, like uh, Yakuza One and Two, it was very much like a cult following sort of thing. And then yeah, until it really was. Um, four and Five blew up. Yeah, because I know Three did pretty well. Um, like Yakuza Three, because that was really well. That was the one where they they put a lot of like marketing behind it. Because I remember seeing like magazine advertisements for Yakuza Three. Um, or it was actually three was a, a battle to get it over to over to the U.S. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. over to the U.S. Four kind of put it on the map, and then five. That's right. After that, and then no, yeah, you're absolutely we, right because that was one of those that like it was crowdfunding before crowdfunding was a thing. Like yeah. they're like, oh no, Yakuza three's been out in Japan for a year, and they're like, please bring it to America. Well, we don't know if a lot of people want it, so then there were like. Emails yeah. like slamming this, and then it was a huge announcement when they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna bring it over," and then yeah, people yeah. lost their minds, and yeah, it's, that's such an interesting series. Like shit, I might want to do like a West versus backlog, just oh, on man. the, yeah, the Yakuza sure. games, and like do sure. kind of the history lesson style. 
Um, yeah. Because I'm just interested to know all those intricacies about that type of stuff. Um, so it is not going to be Yakuza 7. They're going to be in Kiwami oh, 2. Kiwami 2? Okay. All right. Whoa. Okay. Kiwami 2. Okay. Gotcha. Because it, it's, it's still a clan battle thing, but mm-hmm. I thought I was thinking for whatever reason it was 7. But okay. Kiwami yeah. 2. Ken- Kenji Muto, Masahiro Chono, yeah. Tasumi yeah. Uh, Fujinami. Yeah. Uh, Shit. Choshu and uh, Tenryu. Yeah, yeah. Tenryu okay. ain't go. no joke, dude. Tenryu is <laughs> great. He's like the, he has that old grizzled vet face, and like <laughs> there's always the ones I think we always like like and favorite and like retweet them. But whenever people go up and like bow to him and he just slaps him in the face, <laughs> like during all the pay per views, they're like, "Oh, hello, sir. Hello, sir." And he's like, "Get the fuck out of my face!" This yeah, old yeah. guy just bow slaps the <laughs> shit out of him. Oh, Tenryu's um, fantastic. Cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, that's so wicked. And the cool thing about Kiwami, Kiwami actually came out at a discount. Like, normal, you oh, know, brand new games are 60 bucks. Kiwami yeah. came out at 30 Like, brand new factory right. sealed, it was 30 bucks. I bet Kiwami 2 is going to do the same thing. Um, because they're considered remakes. And, like, it's just smart to do it that way. Yeah, dude, and I got this one, and I talk about it in the Kami log. I got this for $14. Factory sealed, uh-huh. brand freaking new at Best Buy. That's and I was awesome. like, oh my God. And like, Steelbook. Yes. yes, yeah, total Steelbook. And it has like beautiful, uh, like the art and everything on it. But yeah, that art is sick. The, and I was like, yeah, man. Steelbook limited edition for $14. Yes, please. Um, yeah, the Dragon of Dojima is reborn. There you go. I mean, was it two? <laughs> Two or th- yeah, two things I remember very vividly from from the first Yakuza was uh, getting your tattoo redone, yeah. which was which was a key story point. Yeah, and then uh, the other one was spending the equivalent of a week in a hostess bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, winning all I the mean, hearts, man. Yeah, because that's the deal. Is the whole yeah the whole story about this? It's just a good classic. Yeah, like the old. And I mean, girl, you can play the story title. great, but there's just so much other shit to do. Yeah. So Emron Khan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, guy from from Game Informer, now he had a he had an issue with the with the Yakuza series because he liked the sub stories more so than the actual stories. <laughs> right. So he yeah. was struggling with that, and I would I would say like, as you play the game, go through those sub stories because, yeah. Sub stories would take over me. It took over my attention rather than the main story. Like yeah. it's, it's it's so fleshed out. There's so much of a personality outside of the main story yeah. that you just get you get immersed in. That's, oh that's yeah, why I, like I remember watching because like you will stream. Uh, what Yakuza <coughs> is? Is it Yakuza three, four? I, I streamed two to its entirety, and then I streamed a little bit of five in the beginning. Five, okay. So what I remember the most, and it was some of the most endearing stuff in the world, because I was in your chat, and you had probably about 10, 11, 12 viewers, and like you were doing the taxi races <laughs> down the highway, and chat was going nuts, because there's this like sub-character of a young taxi driver, and then you're like, I will show you the meaning of racing. It's the Kiryu. It's Kiryu, the hero of Yakuza, as a taxi driver, and he's racing people in the freeway. <laughs> it's so good and the thing is it's like 
Then the young kid that's like looking up to him, like, I wish to have the need for speed just like you, sir. <laughs> and he was like, one day you will, son. And like, you get in the car and you like ram over the police. It's just yeah. the dumbest shit. Oh, it makes Going me laugh. The every... Kings and all that and stuff. And the people in chat were like, what game is this? And they're like, what are you doing? Exactly. It's <laughs> not then... a so much straightforward action game. Oh, and then you played the wingman. I remember that you were with yeah. your boy, and your boy, I can't remember, he was like drunk or something. Uh, and you were playing a wingman for him. And you were sitting there, and you were like this, and he was trying oh, so nice to like talk to. Trying to get together with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not what you say. Sort of yeah. Like, oh. It's. it's Oh man! I'm so I love- glad I bought this game. Like I'm gonna yeah. laugh. I'm gonna laugh so hard until I cry. Whenever I start Record playing, from minute the- one to forward, just just get oh all that footage God. for your video. Whatever it's, you're it's, gonna do with it, man. It's so <laughs> genius. Oh man! <laughs> like <laughs> there's no other game on the planet that does that type of shit. There's not yeah. one. But then apparently, and like listening to the Game of the Year podcasts and stuff uh, from like Giant Bomb and IGN and stuff for this past year, you had a lot of people saying Yakuza, you know, Yakuza Zero. They're like, Yakuza Zero is on another level. And people are like, oh, that game's goofy. And they're like, kind of, but there's some shit that happens in that game that you feel like heart wrenching about it. And you're like, oh my God. And I was like, God, that sounds so good. I did see the one cap, the one screen cap, and I think it's Majima. And he's mm. and he's there, and like his line is, I would rather lose an eye to bow to you or something. Like, yeah, I, would, I would rather yeah. lose my it's eye than bow to you. Line. And then you're yeah. like, oh, because you know the rest of the series, he has this big fucking <laughs> eye patch. And you're yeah. like, well, <laughs> that didn't go well. Um, <laughs> but, God, the series is just classic oh why, so good why you know have a release date for kawami 2 or even an idea when it's coming out oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah there's no 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 a tentative like release date for us right yeah. now it's just yeah we're making it it's gonna it's gonna happen that's all i mean that's all the game's right out now. in japan already yeah it <laughs> is out in japan already. <laughs> it's out in japan they're just like as of right now we have no plans to localize it for north america and it's like what come on come on yeah. They got a man. Oh, they'll, they have to. They'll eventually will. Yeah, they yeah. will. I mean, is, this is the problem, though. Like, they dragged their ass on this. I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, it's selling well, man. It, uh, that's what's so weird about Sega. And Sega's been notorious for that forever. Yeah. They, they don't realize the good thing they got until they're like, oh, wait, people like this? And then they try to, like, rush 80 of them out. And then, like the same shit happened with Fantasy Star. I could, I could put it down, quote it, timestamp it, whatever you got to say. Look, in the next decade, mm-hmm. there will be a huge revival of Fantasy Star. They're gonna do <laughs> a full on because they fucked up Fantasy Star Online too. That should have yeah, been out in America. Okay. People are waiting for two. We're waiting for two, and they should have had that shit done six years ago because it was done yeah. six years ago. It's in Japan already. Like. They just needed, and the translation I think was done. They were just like, eh, we don't need to release it. And they didn't. And you're like, whoa, what? Come on. Yeah. But I bet it's going to be one of those things that they're going to let it just die down, die down. What they could do and what would be genius, and I would openly weep, 
is they're like, how about Fantasy Star Online, the Dreamcast game, remastered on Steam with online? Kawami. Yeah, they'd pull Kawami on fucking Fantasy Star Online. <laughs> oh my god, people would riot. Because that's incredible. <laughs> Fantasy Star Online's genius. It's a genius game, and it's one of the first... It's actually, I, I think, the first massively multiplayer or, like, instance-based dungeon crawl on consoles. Because yeah. it was on Dreamcast, and it used SegaNet, and it did all that shit well before it got popular. Before, yeah, before online gaming was a thing. Yeah, I mean, you still had dial-up. It was so ahead of the curve, man. I don't know. Just Sega's weird about that stuff. I used to give Nintendo a lot of shit. But, like, I'm convinced Nintendo's on a higher plane of existence now. Like, they don't give a shit what's happened in the video game industry. They don't care. They're just going to keep... They just keep... Yeah, here's some cardboard. Wear a backpack and fight a dragon. And who gives a shit? Like, just come on, man. Um, I did not know that the first two Yakuza games were released on the Wii U in Japan. Interesting. Oh. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Also, the average time between Japanese and North American release on... The Yakuza games is on average about a uh, two years. So, oh, yeah. I mean, was it? Uh, oh. I think three was the ex- yeah three was it was a three, three was year the gap. battle to get it over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Five was a three year gap. Um, the first one was only a year, but then it's just like all the rest of them are like two years. It's like, come on, yeah. <laughs> why you yeah. do this? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, One is so, unique because it has all the U.S. like celebrity voice actors, like yeah. Elijah Dushku was a character, and then yeah. Michael Madsen was See, and, uh, Shimano. Shimano um, yeah, you, you get some actual celebrities. I mean, I would I would be fine with it just subtitled. <laughs> I, I, I would oh, too. Yeah, okay, to- they should totally. have done that. Yeah. Sure. But, Save uh, on time. Like, Shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm fine reading a- subtitles. <laughs> yeah, especially because their their voice actors, like native Japanese voice actors, just sound so like like uh, triad movie, like Yakuza yeah. movie. You watch the old Beat yeah. Takeshi films. You watch those old, you know, those old just awesome gang. Oh films. yeah. Like you watch uh, what was it? Election. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Election, and then Re-Election is the name of the sequel. <laughs> This awesome, cool, like early '90s, late '80s, just the the camera was just in a you know Japanese restaurant, and like these guys in big suits come in and they're like, like they just talk with that guttural. Oh, it's so rad. Um, that whole genre of films, like freaking Chow Yun Fat, and this oh, incredible, super good. Oh no, I think something froze. I think some of the episode froze. Oh my goodness. If so, you know what? I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going. But those movies are incredible. Hope you guys enjoyed episode number fifty of Brothering Around. Oh, there it is. Drop the call, I guess. <laughs> so we're still going. I'm still here. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out on episode number 50 of Brothering Around. Cut it off a little short, but hey, we're so excited to be part of the Precipice Podcast Network. Uh, so excited to be there. So much fun. 
So cool. Big things coming. So stay tuned to the Precipice Podcast Network. Go to twitch.tv slash precipice podcast. Uh, go get that going. And also, you know where to find us. Go find us on YouTube for that video archive. Go find us on iTunes. Go find us on all of these different places. Uh, you know, we got Stitcher, we got Google Play, we got iTunes, we got here at comedyhubble.com. You know where to go. But for myself, for Marco Flores, Mr. Nerd in the Bay, and for Todd EVF, and of course, Maury, who couldn't make it today. But from all of us, we appreciate you. If this is your first episode, thank you so much. Hope you stick around and listen to some more. We'd love to hear from you. Give us some comments. Uh, but yeah, until then, we'll see you guys later. Peace.